0: It was really amazing because two weeks ago we were, we were going to do this pulse and we were going over these prophecies and uh, after the uh, indictment that they brought against President Trump, 34 different uh, things that they really don't know, you know, even the legal experts on the other side said, come on, what? what is this? This, this is. There's no weight to this. This really uh, has no weight um, and they're all trying to turn it into felonies and blah, blah, blah. The Lord began to deal with me as I was praying for President Trump and for for all this he's god said to me he said go back and and tell the people remind them what i have said and go back and look at why is this man donald trump okay first of all they tried now you might be watching tonight you might be listening by the phone uh, phone today you might be in the audience and maybe you're not really quite sure about president trump maybe uh you like his policies but you don't like his personality i've had people say that well if you got attacked viciously like he did and has been what would your personality be like and uh, last night on flashpoint it was such an honor for pastor gene uh to uh interview president trump and of course we were part of that panel and lance Walnau said something very very amazing he said man he said pastor gene how did you get president trump to really open up and, and for the people to see the man. And it's because Pastor Gene wasn't combative. How many of you are defensive when somebody's trying to, to take you and box you, you know? So you, you can't just look. You got to look at why are they attacking this man so much? So that's what I want to accomplish tonight is, you know, people say, well, don't worship. Man. Give me a break. Okay, don't be an idiot and post that because that really does reveal... Idiosity. this isn't about a worship we worship jesus christ and we honor him but we do know honor and and the bible is full of honor so if you write that you need to understand what honor is because you wouldn't write that if if you really understood what honor is we are to honor and god raised up president trump for a reason and i'm not here to just give you my opinion. I'm here to tell you prophetic words that God had planned this a long time ago, all the way back to 9-11, that he had a plan. He called it a mystery that would rise up out of the place of New York where the towers were attacked. And he would raise up a mystery to the point where God tells you it'll be somebody there that is born and, and, and from New York City will be this mystery. Then he goes on and tells you when it's going to happen. There's no way you can deny that God's hand is on President Trump. And it's why they're going after him so viciously. But also the prophecies reveal something. It reveals the level of spiritual warfare. Many times in these prophecies, you're going to hear God say, they will hate the mystery when I unveil what I'm going to unveil because of the devils of darkness. All right, let's get in the first, first thing I want you to see. Let's just go into, um, I, I want to start with, let's, uh, let me see where I want to start. Okay, so I was going to give you a scripture, but but let's just get into it. I want to get into these prophecies. I don't want to feel like I'm cramming. Um, on the night of 9-11, and I know that, uh, how many of you, I know in the, Rachel, you were here Blackburns, you were here. Others were here. There a few of you over here. We met as a church. How many of you remember where you were at on 9-11? Okay, you probably know what you were doing, those of you that are watching and listening by phone. We called for prayer that night, and I'll never forget it. We were right in the middle of the sanctuary, and I, I think it used to face an opposite direction. If you remember that, yeah, it was facing that way. Yeah. And remember, we lined up in a line, and we were holding hands, and we were praying very intently. And the word of the Lord came, and God began to prophesy. And uh, it shocked me, because there was such an anointing that came. And, you know, God was just using this vessel at that time uh, with other national type words and different things um and all of a sudden the lord says we're going to war with afghanistan we're going to war with iraq and it will not be right now i don't know why he said it now there's a lot of theories out there where people say and i thank god for every veteran that is part of desert storm sometimes government gets our precious uh soldiers involved in things that Sometimes it's a political thing um, rather than make sense to, you know, put human blood at risk, you understand, over various reasons. So God said it wouldn't be wouldn't be right. Then he goes on and says, and the place here where New York was attacked. God says, I will raise up a president from this place that will be born and has been raised there in New York City, and he will bring this country back on course. God never told us in that prophecy, you guys were here, who, who it would be. He never said when it would be at that time. And he said, watch this, for each tower that fell, I shall grant a term. Well, there were three towers that fell. Now watch this, there was the one that was the World Trade Center, the larger tower. And then there was a smaller tower in between that got cut in half. It's like represents the term cut short, attacked, right? Didn't reach its full, full potential. But then there was another tower. Do you understand? And God was saying, because of what they've done, I'm going to raise up this one from New York. And I'm going to put this country back where it needs to be. And, and if you look at what happened on 9-11, there's a lot of theories and different things. We're not going to go into that. I will say this. From God's perspective, not, everything is not the way that it's been perpetrated. That's very important. So let's fast forward. The next night, I have a dream at 445 in the morning. And I'll never forget it. I went into a really deep sleep. And in the dream, I saw this guy that they call biden and his face watch this his face now you've heard me say this publicly for almost three years his face changed three times it was not the same face why would god show this man it's not the same face and his face kept changing and i i'm on record with that dream, shortly after. Then his face morphed into the face, and I've had Satan appear to me, but I've never had Satan appear to me and speak to me. That night, he appeared in the face of who they call Biden, and I don't care what you write, you've already written it and said it. Listen, it's a dream, and God's talking. It doesn't matter what you write god's telling on you if it didn't bother you you wouldn't even put an article behind it That's true. so here's what happens god shows the face of satan and he speaks and out of his mouth through this guy that you know they call biden there there he's talking about how he's he stole the election he's going to do this and this and this and this and this, and this to try to destroy our country Why would God give me a dream about, I don't know, but I saw a great celebration break out and I watched how God was reversing things and beginning to reset things, even though it looked like it was evil. And then the word of the Lord came that night. And the reason that I'm saying this tonight is there is a vindication that God wants because of the nonsense that's going on. Look at 2007, July 1st, slide one. Let's get into it. Panel, get ready. All right, here we go. Spirit of God says, I want to share a mystery, says the Spirit, for there shall be a battle over the city of New York. It shall be a battle for the White House, 2007. All right, now, fast forward. When was this battle for the White House? 2016. Hillary Clinton, right, was the one that was running against Donald Trump in from new york city and it was a battle for the what and where were the two from new york York is what they represented so can you see god's already telling god's already saying watch then he goes on listen to the words of the lord most high for there's a sound that comes before my throne for even as the blood of abel cried out and the lord most high heard the sound of the cry of his blood the spirit says when the towers were attacked there was a sound and there's a sound that still comes into the ears of the Lord Sabaoth. So the cries have come of those who were murdered at the hands of your enemy and my enemy. And he didn't identify fully who the enemy is. Keep that in mind. Let's keep reading. Listen to this. Slide two. Notice what he says. I will raise up. Read the red. I'll look at the red part. I will raise up a mystery. Notice he's talking. All right. A mystery. He's repeating what he said from 9-11, when 9-11 happened, God kept prophesying. Those of you in this church know, it's before there was internet, you know, before there was live stream. God kept prophesying this mystery. How many of you remember that? It was kind of getting old because he kept saying, "I'm, I'm raising up a mystery from New York. So God's now telling us, for the blood is speaking a mystery from the place where the towers were attacked. So he's telling us, look to New York, your towers were attacked, and I'm going to show you that there's a mystery so that you won't question, yet you're touching the word of the Lord. I will raise up a president, hmm, that will come from the place where the enemy wounded your nation. So he's being very specific. He's telling us, look to New York, this is where this president will rise up. Notice again, 2016, two of the candidates, the Democratic candidate and the Republican candidate, both from New York. The enemy thought it was going to be their pawn, Queen Jezebel. I will pay back from that place and I will raise up a president for each tower that was attacked. In other words, he's talking about president, he's talking about a term a president and this is very significant that he would even use a president for each tower because there's been some interruption the middle tower all right panel is there any comments on these first two slides before we go to the next
1: one yes i find it interesting of that first slide where it says so the cries have come of those who are murdered at the hands of your enemy and my enemy now obviously you have the enemy of who attacked the towers, but I also think about the enemy on which they said at the hands where they were murdered of the unborn. And so that led me to Planned Parenthood's website, which said in 1970, after New York state legalized abortion, the Planned Parenthood Health Center in Syracuse, New York, became the first Planned Parenthood Health Center to provide abortion services across the entire united states wow so as you were mentioning pastor hank about this what is taking place with president trump in the battle for new york and the white house and how it's tied to everything it's also a vindication for what the children so this runs pretty deep and it's interesting how god it appears to me is fighting a two-front war mm-hmm. and really
0: that's what people don't realize that this was about and I said this in 2016, and people didn't didn't understand, they didn't track with what God was saying, and maybe I didn't, you know, clarify it enough, but I believe I did. And God said the reason that it was Clinton and, and Trump in 2016, first of all, sixteen or the number six is a very significant number. It's why since 2016 nothing has seemed normal. The number six or sixteen is the Hebrew word. Wa. In other words, the definition is Wa. And it literally means a convergence of heaven and earth. That's why on the sixth day, what did you see? A convergence. God created man. He breathed into man. There's a convergence of heaven and earth coming together. But then you fast forward to Jesus's first miracle. There were six empty water pots that had what? A heavenly convergence. How did it turn from water to wine? Well, the the heavenly touch supernatural so when 2016 came together it was good versus evil whether and I'm not talking about parties I'm talking about look at the party platforms look at what the candidates represented but it was more than that and this is the part that people couldn't understand It was about blood right who would own the blood right over the United States of America in the spirit realm you say pastor what do you mean alright if you are still out trick-or-treating with your kids, and you think that's okay, or let's just you know do um, alternatives. Okay, notice how the occult doesn't do alterna- alternatives. Okay, the church always does to try to smooth it over. Now, I'm all for harvest, I'm all for evangelism, but we got to get smart to the occult realm. They understand Halloween, they understand. Blood sacrifice. They understand the power that is released in the spirit realm when someone's blood is innocently shed. They understood why do you think they wanted abortion. Because every time those children in the womb are murdered, it gives the devil a legal access and right. That's why it's a shame that 95% of the pastors of our country Come on, preach. When Roe versus Wade was overturned that many of us never thought would happen in our lifetime, they never talked about it or celebrated it from their pulpits. Why? Because they cooperate with evil spirits. It is that makes you Pastor Wuss. It's about... Legal access. If you can have a blood right, you have certain access. So if we are murdering children, sacrificing them nonstop, it continually releases evil spirits. Then to have access, if God could come in and wipe that and reverse it like He did, then it it, it shifts the legal access from the court. It brings it to the court of heaven. Now it gives God access into our nation. Now watch, blood and spirit go together. What happened after Jesus shed his blood? Holy Spirit came. And we get caught up in politics, and we don't discern this is heaven versus hell, good versus evil, light versus darkness, and the enemy right now is appearing as an angel of light. And what you're seeing is not necessarily truth so you got to go back what did God say look at slide 4 February tenth, two 2008 so I've said I shall cause there to be what would seem like a chess match where there will be this move and that move and this maneuver and that maneuver has it seemed that way Mm -hmm. and some people have said we're in a chess match some people said it's five layers deep how many ever heard that God said this in 2008 But God says in the end, in the what? I will place the one that I've positioned and the one that I said will be platformed. The enemy says he will do this and that, but I say another. I will set up, I will choose, and it shall not be, watch this, by the election of men. But by the placement of the hand of God. There is something here. That I shall cause my will to be established. Very soon in this nation, they shall say, it has been crazy and is not the way it should e- take place, even as they said of the Super Bowl. Matt, hit on that one real quick. What was it about? Why would God say it about the Super Bowl that year? So I remember this. I was in junior high at this time. And what's crazy about this is just a few days prior was the Super Bowl that year. Now, this year specifically, Okay, The New York Giants were in the Super Bowl. They barely got into the playoffs as the lowest seed in the NFC Conference. Okay, And on the AFC side was the New England Patriots who were undefeated that year. They did not lose a game. They were literally going to make NFL history if they win the Super Bowl that year and they would have went 19-0, which had never been done in NFL history. The New York Giants barely get in. It looked like the New England Patriots were absolutely just unstoppable nobody could beat him everyone's like there's no way the Giants are gonna even have a chance in this Super Bowl what are they saying now okay 2008 so before that Super Bowl uh, I and Kim Clement you remember him yeah. I didn't know him he didn't know me and we were called on to go meet with um, some officials uh, that were, were representing really the future of America and he said to me, he said, Hank, you bring your prophecies and I'll bring my prophecies that have never been released before. Because, you know, we were both picking up that we better keep our eye on New York, something significant. So I'll never forget the day he shows up, of course, I don't know if you guys know who he is. He had long black hair and, 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 and uh, boots and different things. And he walks in and he's got this like, looks like an ancient, you know, king scroll and he's you know rolling it out with all these processes i'm like oh my god he says what do you have and so i just pull out my little briefcase my dot matrix you know he <laughs> was and he looked at me and he goes he goes why is it that i have long hair you have short hair he goes but when i look at you i see me in the assignment that god has placed on america it was really weird and and so we we had a particular uh governmental official come in different ones and we were ministering over them prophetically showing them these prophecies to keep your eye on new york because this is where god would raise up this president and there was one particular guy and i I don't want to mention names i don't want to make him look bad but they will know uh that this is absolutely true i said to him they said well how are we going to carry this word back and know that this is going to happen that there is going to be a New York president that's going to get America back on course again, and if we're going to really begin to work for this, how how are we? And they said, when is this going to happen? And at that time, Kim didn't have it. I didn't have it until God revealed it in 2011. I'm going to show you where the Lord begins to reveal it now in 2011, and and <clears throat> this this uh, this this political guy. I said, the the Lord tells me that. The New York Giants will be a sign he stood up got in my face he says well he goes I was listening and believing a lot of this until you just told me that he got stood up right in front of me and Kim's kind of looking at me like okay and I said um, he said you know they have the worst record in the Mm -hmm. NFL and no one has ever gone to the Super Bowl with that record. I said, God says the underdog shall win. And the one who... Man, I yep. feel the anointing. God, thank you remember for these this. words. I remember that. And, and, and God, said this, God said this to him. He said, and I'll never forget it because he looked at me shocked. I said, God says something miraculous will take place in the Super Bowl. And you will say, how did this happen to win? But the Spirit of God says, when you see this... The underdog shall win. I speak of the New York Giants. And it will be a giant thing because the one that I will raise up from New York shall be an underdog. And they will say, how can this one even make it through the primaries? How many remember that? President Trump was an underdog. He stood against 16 others. And yet that prophecy was given that day. And later on, when New York won the Super Bowl and the miraculous thing, I sat back and I said, God, how much more confirmation do we need? Now let's go to slide, uh, sorry, got new glasses here too, slide six. (laughs) Okay, slide six. This one is powerful. Look at uh, slide six. Do we have that one? Listen to the word of the Lord. America. In your 240th year shall there be something unusual that will take place upon the land. So when's he telling you? 240th year. That's 2016. When is that prophecy? 2011. So God's telling you ahead of time. He said, I will raise up a voice. Wait, it to take place. For it shall be the beginning of your what? Now you would never think so if you look at it. For I will raise up a voice. One... Who understands commerce and trade and the economy. I will raise them up from where? New York. York, In the 240th year of America's reign. You cannot make this up. God told you when this was going to happen. And there were two from New York. And he says, and I will use their voice to echo throughout the land. And as there are two towers, there will be one who shall represent the economy. And one who is wise in the affairs of this nation. God is speaking about President Trump. How many can see it? Okay. In the 240th year of America's reign, who was wise in in the economy and the affairs of the nation and commerce? It wasn't the opponent. All right, let me read you another one. This one is, I found this one, and we didn't have time to put it in a slide, but I found this one from October 27th of 2010. This is another documented prophecy, but we didn't have time to, To get it out there. But listen to this. The spirit of God says. Many in your land shall say. Give us a new president. (laughs) I think we all felt that in 2010. With who was the the one. Yeah. 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 Oh bummer. I shouldn't have said that. Um, God says. Do you understand. That by what? 2016. So he's already telling us. In 2010. He's telling us. 2016 the 240th year of America's reign. He said, lost ground, an unusual plan will be unveiled and lost ground will be gained back and I will restore. And God says this, in 2016, it's coming. You will see change Restoration. Your economy will change. Schools will change. Legislation will change and be rewritten. A call for righteousness and awakening of the hearts of men unto me, one by one, little by little. How many you remember in 2016? That first term. Look at all the things that happened that made America great and made your life great. It's not because of a man, it's because of God's plan. The Lord begins to say, I'll just read the part in red. So I have raised up a plan. And I've raised up a what. For this reason, this is 2016, you cannot identify the who. It is because it is about my what. See, we put so much emphasis on the man. And God is saying it's about the plan. It's about the what I'm going to do. I'm going to make America great. Very good. For there are two things I shall do. I will raise up a what. And then I will shock you with who? Uh-huh. How many of people were shocked? How did this guy make it? And this shall be my what? So then, why are we attacking it? Not just this election, but God ain't done for the what elections to come. Interesting interesting all right let's go to slide nine this now it's getting more specific he's telling us the mystery he's telling us the what he's saying i'm going to unveil the who but he started giving us hints july 1st of 2007 listen to this one but the one the who the one that will be positioned from the place where you were wounded where's that new york, new york. shall be a what a solomon stop right there what do they compare president trump to a man of what brilliance man of wisdom brilliance right uh solomon was wise solomon had a lot of women a lot of women problems a lot of wives a lot of gold hello pay attention to gold he represented a lot of money i tell you a lot of money i think it was a lot of money (laughs) okay right commerce so so god's comparing him to solomon now watch this i will raise up a solomon to this nation and i will bring what oh he's the only president there wasn't a war and yet they accused him oh he's just going to cause a bunch of wars see the enemy is what lies to you and the enemy only reveals what he's threatened by and so what does the devil do counterfeit and then people listen to God's prophets and they think they're lying. And there shall be an end to the war that has been promised to you and your children. Now watch this. Some say, even a, Solomon, even a Solomon, he has too many wives, they'll say. Oh. And some will accuse this one. What will they accuse him of? Well, too many wives, women issues, right? Russia, Russia, Russia. Collusion? Fake dossier? Dressing rooms? I didn't say whether it happened or not. I'm not, I'm not here to make that point. I'm here to make the point, God said this woman would be accused. And has this one not been accused a lot? The Spirit says it does not what? Wait, who said that? Ahead of this one that God's been telling you would be raised up. Yet we evangelicals and others get so stinking religious. He did this, he did that, he did this. Well, anymore you're guilty until you got enough money to prove your innocence. Very true. God says it doesn't matter. It's not what a man shall be now, for many will look and say that they are not qualified. For the testimony of Christ is not upon whose lips? Okay, so you know it wasn't, it wasn't the other one. It was a woman. God was already saying, let me whisper a secret. I shall visit the place where he is seated and where he shall rest and he shall speak my name in secret.